You are welcome. This is the second episode in our church and technology series, which is Salvation by Truth. And this is to bring to our note that everything that we are talking about in this series is an adaptation from the ebook written, uh, which is titled Amber Pulse. So every episode is a continuation of the order. Um, no episode is a standalone, even though they can be a standalone, right? But every episode builds on each other. Uh, the preceding episode will be more foundational um, than the succeeding episode. So as you listen, ensure that you are connecting from the very beginning of the series as we move further. The word of God is truth, and Christ is the word of God made manifest. There is only one source of truth, and he, Christ, reveals himself in many ways. But then, here is the nature of truth. It is such that uh, anything that goes against the truth will find itself on the losing side. what i'm saying is anything that sets itself against the truth against christ right against this nature of truth will eventually find itself working in favor of this truth uh, a bible verse that summarizes or that interprets this is second corinthians 13 it says for we can do nothing against the truth but for the truth right so that is saying that any that sets itself against the truth will find itself working in favor of the truth another bible verse uh, that puts it in a more dramatic way uh, is first corinthians 2 8 that says that none of the rulers of this age understood it for if they had known they would not have crucified the lord of glory and that is to showcase here that the nature of truth in itself has an inherent wisdom that anything that is anti it will eventually find itself right working right on the losing side being on the losing side because the nature of truth with christ is superior therefore as sons of god we must allow this nature of truth who Christ is, who we are, to shape our perspective to life. Now you understand why I started with this note. I watched uh, the viral blockbuster movie um, Avengers Infinity Wars, um, quite popular, uh, and I observed, I was observant enough to notice what a character named Ebony Moore said uh, to the captives of their world conquest when they conquered the Asgardians. So, I will quickly play a movie scene and the next voice you will hear is the movie character named Ebony Moore. Hear me and rejoice. 
You have had the privilege of being saved by the great Titan. You may think this is suffering. No. It is salvation. The universal scales tip toward balance because of your sacrifice. Smile. For even in death, you have become children of Thanos. The Avengers Infinity Wars movie, like other um, recent MCU movies, have successfully painted a form of spirituality to the world. Um, I do not mean to say their presentation of spirituality represents the truth, but nevertheless, they are boldly serving our energetic youths who are thirsty for something beyond the natural and something other than religion. The movie has attempted to present a, so to say, higher level of supernatural, of the supernatural, than the religious church in quotes all over the world would like to admit. Um, mind you, the church of Christ, the church as Christ ordained it, is not religious. In many ways, it is more governmental and more political right, than religious. It is about a people redeemed to govern with the wisdom of God. But how many Christians truly understand and live this? I'm sure the movie scene played earlier will ring a bell in your mind if you've seen the movie. And like most Hollywood scenes, I am certain, I'm certain, I believe that its subtle messages would have crept into the subconscious of many. Um, and isn't it a thing of concern that they use a religious term such as salvation? Um, isn't it an attempt to redefine such words to us subconsciously? I am not against um, entertainment and having fun and all of that. No, it is good. I love to have fun. But then, you know, um, it is sad that while we eat the popcorns with chilled drinks in the cinemas, a new definition is being introduced into our subconscious as Christians. So, what then is salvation? I've met youths and teenagers who have silent questions due to their difficulty in relating what is being preached in churches today to what is happening in the society. These youths know, alright, they know the Bible stories. But they seem to have a disconnect, finding it difficult to relate um, the preached authority of the believer to the current happenings in the world, if at all they really understand uh, the authority of the believer. Some others have even gone ahead to form a religious you know, and wrong opinion that this world is not our home. So we are only existing to make heaven, to be heaven bound, to be heaven worthy. To make heaven in quotes right and all of this makes one to wonder was this what christ died and resurrected for the word salvation in hebrew root word means deliverance healing but the word salvation on its own will not make much sense 
if you do not put into contradiction what it is pointing into. Now, if salvation means deliverance, healing, delivered from something into something, right? Healed from a bad state to a better state. Then it means that we are regenerated from a bad state or condition into someone, into someone brand new, like we are regenerated into a new person, brand new. That's the um, summary of it. Now, having a complete understanding of the purpose of salvation is crucial if we aim to enforce God's intent in the heads. And it is as simple as that. Now, it is important to know that salvation happens to the human spirit first. And uh, that is when we say the person's spirit is, that person is born again. So the first effect is, as, is on the human spirit. Fortunately, salvation does not stop there. Why? Uh, man is spirit, soul, body. And when I'm saying man, I'm not saying just male man. I'm saying human, a, the human person. The human person, person, not just human spirit. Human, man, is spirit, soul, body. And salvation will happen to every part of this person, not just the spirit. So, if salvation is to have its full manifestation, extending from the spirit to the soul and the body, then it must be all-encompassing. But how can a person be no, um, holistically saved in that manner, in that world. Uh, when, when I say holistically, you understand what I mean now. And not just this person's spirit, but that is now affecting the person's soul and body. Now, this may sound basic to some persons listening to me, but follow me. Uh, we are going somewhere. And before we begin to dive deeper, we must lay a good foundation. And that is why we are taking proper time for this. So we all know the popular um, John 3.16 which says For God so loved the world that he gave his begotten son and whosoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Taking note of the word believe which is key. So why does it have to be about believing? Another question to ask is how do you believe? And to answer that question, you may go further to read on, you know, Romans 10, 8 to 10, 10, which talks about with the mouth we confess unto what salvation and with the heart we believe unto righteousness. And with that understanding, we might now want to ask another question further. Why salvation? Why salvation? Why is it important? Is it compulsory? A simple answer would be no. It is not compulsory, right? No one is going to force you to uh, uh, um, say you must serve Jesus as your Lord and Savior if you have not accepted him as you are listening to me, right? Or you don't really, you don't understand fully what you have accepted, which is also very important. But it is eternally necessary that you accept and you understand. Now, you'll be missing a lot if you have accepted but you don't truly really understand what you have accepted because it means that you are born into the family of god so at this point before we end this episode i would like to emphasize that as much as god as much as god wants us to express his wisdom 
which we'll be talking about more in this series first of all know that he wants us to live his life he wants us to live his love as a person and it is from this fountain of salvation that all of this flows from it is from this initial step that initial gate of entry that salvation experience that all of this flows from the living of the life the living of the love the expressing of the wisdom of god it flows from this fountain of salvation and in our next episode we will talk more about the purpose of salvation and the kings of the earth the kings of righteousness over the head remember the basics must be properly understood and that is why um we have intended to take it step by step as we go further into this church and technology um, series we will go into the specifics and um, till then grace to you